Son, where'd you find this? Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 84 of the Fly Rob Podcast. I am your guy, aka Tony Playboy, aka Didn't Write Back, aka Game Ball Tony. And I'm chilling here with the boys. Y'all got any AKAs for yourselves today? I got an AKA first. Again, not a baseball podcast, but AKA Aaron Judge, 57 home runs and counting. Jesus. And, uh, Justin Jefferson, week one, gritty. Mm, mm. Listen, man, I'm rocking with the dumbass mac and cheese, <laughs> a.k.a. Mm. Y'all need no coordinator. coordinator needed. I'm going to say that with a grain of salt. Um, <laughs> just what, gray? Yeah, just, just a grain of salt. Because it's early in the season. It's early in the season. We typically lose to Miami in Miami anyway. So I ain't pressed. We started off the same way last season. End up making it to the playoffs, so I, you know, okay. Grain of salt, grain of salt, grain of salt. I get it. <laughs> hey, Cliff, aka Cowboys, top ten in the draft. Looking ahead, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't on the same wave as you. It's early, and it ain't looking good. I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I mean, the, the Q's hurt. He already didn't look good. Cooper Rush, we. we we're gonna keep going, man. AKA on the team without a touchdown. Rush? <laughs> he was he was the magic man in Minnesota last year. Hey, look, AKA only team without a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> how you how you how you go from number one scoring offense last season to not to being the only team that don't get in the box, man? Come on. <laughs> I mean, that's difficult. That is that is fact. It's, that is difficult. You tried to do that. <laughs> All right, y'all. Look, today we're going to get into the hottest news around the NBA, NFL, our players of the week from week one, previewing week two and giving you our games of the week and the best bets, our week one overreaction power rankings, and giving a big, big, big baller's bouquet to Shaquille Leonard of the Indianapolis Colts. The fly route pod. The fly route pod. All right, look, let's start off with the news because week one, kickers just could not kick like they used to. It was bad. And of all the kickers that missed many, many, many clutch field goals, only one of them got cut. Rodrigo Blankenship for the Indianapolis Colts for missing his 42-yard game winner. It's kind of crazy that he is the only one that got cut. Seems like a massive overreaction for the Colts starting off the season in an embarrassing fashion and looking for a scapegoat. I feel like that one comes back to bite you in the ass 10 out of 10 times. <laughs> Injuries also went crazy in week one. We got Dak out with hand surgery. TJ Watt has a torn peck of sorts out for like six weeks, possibly. Jamal Adams, serious knee slash quad injury. Eagles pass rusher Derek Barnett towards ACL. Elijah Mitchell sprained his MCL. And he's on IR, by the way. Like, he's going to be good, gone for at least four weeks. Chris Godwin strained his hamstring and could miss some time in his first game back after tearing his ACL. Najee left game one with a foot injury, but appears to be okay and should play in week two. Keaton Allen hurt his hamstring, doubtful for tomorrow night. Chiefs first round cornerback on IR with the hamstring injury. That's Trent McDuffie. And Ravens cornerback Kyle Fuller tore his ACL as well. 
And last but not least, even though we wrote off Geno Smith, he did not write back. I, <laughs> and that was hard. That was the hardest bar all weekend. So let's get let's get into the big news that happened in the NBA, y'all. Y'all heard about this Robert Sarver thing? That was why I was shocked to hear about it because if y'all remember last season, they're like, We're gonna investigate, and they came back and they investigated. And they said in the past like decade plus, he consistently used the N-word, discriminated against female employees, and inappropriately touched male employees. And they were like, you know what? One year suspension, 10 million to apply. Yeah. I don't serve a lead to let his nuts hang, bro. I'm sick of it. It's, I mean, I don't know what else to say, honestly, at this point. He's talking about he don't have no power over that. So, you know, we just going to openly allow, you know, owners to be out here using racial slurs. And, you know, it ain't even like he black. So if he was black, it would have been like, okay, well, he black. But He said if black people could say it, so could he. No, that's literally what he said. Like, there was a period in which he they played the Warriors, and he walked up to a coach and was like, why can't ex-Warriors players say nigga, 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 nigga? Yes, five times. Yes, that is a quote. And the coach was like, you can't say that. He said, what? I can't say nigga, nigga, nigga? <laughs> the, and, and the NBA has witnesses to this. Wow. It is in their official report. That's wild. And they're like, I mean, but you know, I mean, we can't do nothing about it. They we made Donald Sterling sell a team for doing something kind of similar, but we ain't going to do nothing about it. Hands are tied. Yeah, if it had been recorded, they for sure would have made they, him sell the team. But they, they said they care. had videos, emails, text messages, and witnesses. What are those? I mean, videos? they said he emailed out porn. <laughs> like the front what? office. Yo. Like a bunch of shit, bro. What else do you need? What like? Unless it gets leaked to the public, they're clearly not going to do anything because they only care if we see it. And that's the truth of it. They only care if we see it. As long as we don't see it and it's just like in their report, they ain't really going to do much about it. I feel like that's clearly the case. I mean, bro, <laughs> Donald Sterling was also wild, and this guy is not much different. Clearly, it's it's just it's over the top. Like it, at some point, it got to stop because when you when you look at, especially now a days where we're all about you know equality and inclusion and you know things like that, and it's still like okay at this point there still ain't no black owners, and then you got you know it starts at the top, and then you got the people at the top that's oh like you say nigga 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 that trickles down, and I mean. They said it trickled down in the organization, but was like most of those guys have left and or been like fired or whatever. So we ain't got to worry about that. I doubt that. I doubt that so much. I doubt that so much. Like, yo, it's crazy that they have a decade worth of proof and they're like $10 million fine. Do y'all know how small $10 million is to a billionaire? He probably made that today. Yo, like if you make $100,000 a year, (laughs) finding you $1,000. Is the equivalent of finding a billionaire ten million dollars? He he paid that deal on the spot and kept him moving. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He made that today. He still get all the dividends from the team this year, so he just gonna recoup that shit while he's suspended. He said he basically that's on paid leave for a year. And guess what he doing? Sitting on the island that he got somewhere, feet up, watching the game. Yeah, he don't give a damn. 
<laughs> Man, that's just wild. Like they say, he said nigga during a free agent recruitment meeting, and the player was like, "What?" And I can't tell you how bad I want to know who this player is. I want, I, I want to know. I, I, I believe there could be no way they went to this, went to the Suns. But if you desperate, <laughs> and they know what the team's calling your name, <laughs> you know, that would be wild. Of, like speaking of, I don't want to misspeak but have we seen any Suns players like really come out and say anything like they weren't going to play or or anything like that Mm -mm. it's a little while there were they said there was proof of him saying it in a team exercise meeting to the players because he's like why can't I say it that player just said it and the players were clearly not happy Shit just kept rolling, never leaked out to the press, stayed in silence. All right, look. All I'm going to say is whoever heard that on the Suns, y'all a bunch of bitches. That's all I (laughs) (laughs) Y'all a bunch of bitches. If y'all out here letting him say that to y'all, y'all a bunch of bitches. They get blackballed from the league so fast. That's how it works, man. That's why they don't say nothing. That's why they can't. They all, they all, it's, it it all starts at the top and you ain't going to get rid of them all. It's just, it's, you know, just like racism still in the world, racism gonna be in the league. Like they gonna there's gonna be some owners and even coaches that look at black players as just like we said, a nigga player. Like, you know, the sad yeah. part about it is it and is is how they look at it. And and some uh, some of them, obviously not all of them, but they are those ones. And you know, it even goes back to you know, yeah. just getting into uh Gruden, like I mean mm-hmm. um his situation, like and, the, and the thing is the commanders. Yeah, the commanders owner, like it's it's all it's all intertwined. I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys. I wouldn't be surprised if all at all if there was if there was something up, you know, to to them. But it's just it's it's something that they. The reason why it'll never get solved until something really big happens is because they're all in on it. They all know the business. They all know how it's been going because those emails was from years ago and they just coming out all of a sudden. Like that stuff's there. It's just they're making a conscious decision whether to expose it or not. And, and the reason not. why it's it's it ain't as big too. They you know they they got hush money. And at the end of the day, it's like, listen, we know majority of our league is black players. So, I mean, we gonna use the word as we as we please, and we just gonna continue to profit off of them. But at the end of the day, like, that's sad. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. It's, it's also sad. wild because I mean. There are players like OJ Mayo and and Tyreek Tyreek Evans. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who get longer suspensions for violating the substance abuse policy than you do for like a decade plus of like racism, oh, sexism, yeah. etc. Yeah. yeah. Look at Josh Gordon. Could have had a great career. Yo, that's fast. <laughs> that's fast. I think that's a very good place to put it. So that was your off the first one of the season too oh spit that teases <laughs> yo all right let's keep it moving right into the rpo where we're going to talk about some of the hottest sports news in the nfl and let you know whether we are going to run with them or pass on them to you coming up first the packers were extremely overrated coming into the season considering their o-line and wide receiver trouble runner pass man that's a run i don't even think that's a any kind of questions and honestly the <laughs> only reason they were that overrated is because you know everybody's saying that bad man number 12 right but 
at the end of the day, I did have huge concerns, you know, coming into the season for him due to the fact that Agent 17 gone. That's a lot of targets that we don't know where they're going. You got Christian Watson running wide the hell open down the field, dropping the ball. Oh, that was bro, that I was mean, crazy. That, that was, was bad. Crazy. I hope you do bad. it again. Change the whole game. Change the- <laughs> <laughs> so listen to this wild, these wild stats, just in case you didn't know how bad of a day it was in the office for him. So he was 22 for 34. You know, not bad. However, he only had 195 yards, no touchdowns, threw an interception. Had a QBR of 16.1, and he was sacked four times. Bro. Harrison Smith was on that ass. (laughs) Bro. That's a bad day in office. It was was really bad. The only thing I give him is that when you're a quarterback like he is, obviously Devontae Adams is the biggest biggest piece you're missing. But when you're missing both your starting tackles and your – "Quote unquote number one in Lazard, week one, and you out there with a bunch of bunch of pups. Uh, that I think that changes a lot. I think you know you get those guys back to protect them. I think he can get the ball to guys. I mean, it should have been a touch. The game should have been totally different. The game, the game should have been totally different. If Christian Watson catches that touchdown, the game is totally different. It's a totally different game. The, the, the ebbs and flow. I mean, that 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 was what they first drive, wasn't it? Like. First play from scrimmage. That's what I'm saying. Like that, that was a touchdown. He catches that. Yeah, that's too tough though. If, I, if he no, I mean, he dropped it. I mean, he dropped. You know it. what I'm saying? Like Aaron Rodgers, if he would have just like locked in, signed extensions, doing whatever he got to do to try to win. Devontae Adams wouldn't have left. Like I'm just, most so? of the reason that he that's, wanted to leave was because I'm certain they, they offered him. They offered him more money. They offered him more money. He yeah, totally. Left. He chucked them out. He said, because he don't know if Rodgers was going to play or not. Uh, no, he uh, no they after Rogers signed because uh one one like hey I appreciate you play he said the art in the background is raw as fuck Tough. we got we got culture over here my guy <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you. hey one thing is though they tagged Devonte before and Devonte said do not tag me right he told them explicitly do not tag me. And they tagged him anyway to get A-Rod stuff finished. And then after A-Rod stuff was finished, they offered him more money than the Raiders did. But I think he was done yeah. once they tagged him after he said, do not tag me. Yeah. And they were like, we're going to tag you. You think Rodgers is a weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> and that's really I'm why he left? Hostage. <laughs> yeah. I think he also was just like, I want to be closer to my family. Getting yeah. people to Green Bay is hard because it's Green it's Bay. He's like, now my family can come to like all the games. This is a quick flight because he's from uh he from Oakland. Like, well, he from the Bay. I won't say he's from Oakland, mm-hmm. but he's from the Bay. So like the Raiders were his childhood team. So let's keep this one moving. We got Cliff coming back up next. What it is? That was originally out for six to eight weeks. With Cooper rushes the backup, but Jerry Jones is refusing to put Dak on IR, saying he could come back in as little as four weeks. Is Jerry rushing <laughs> Dak a terrible move for the Cowboys? Run or pass? Run, read opposite, give read, go. <laughs> it, it's 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 a terrible idea. It's your thumb, like in your on your throwing hand. How? The velocity he had on the, the, the velocity that 
CD and Dalton was saying he had in camp that I didn't see on Sunday night. If if that was there with, with the thumb before the thumb, and you want to come back after that type of injury, Russ was out for a minute. I mean, his was to his pointer finger, I believe, but he was out for a minute. I mean, that's an important, that's your, that's your grip on the ball. That's throwing it. That's getting hit while you while getting sacked, you know, holding the ball. Like that is a, a problem. And I don't, I don't think, there's a need to rush him back. I think Jerry is using that as a skate to try to make it seem like he's not trying to fold. And he's just been – he emphasizes so much, you know, this team's good, you know, we're good. There's no way you believe that, bro. I, I There's no way. He's not an idiot. He don't make the best moves all the time, but he's not an idiot. He knows that team is not as good. So he's going to act like I'm going to try to win these, I'm going to try to win these games because we know Coop – we know Coop ain't gonna get your job done. <laughs> who we throw the game? Who we throw the game winner to in Minnesota last year? He ain't there. Oh, yeah, he ain't fair. there. City no. Lamb, man, I got, I still got high hopes for him. Hey. But that week one outing, the the biggest thing is that you don't play your starters. Your starters get no burn in the preseason, and you rush you rush them out there and say go. Go play against Tom Brady and the Bucks and get a dub. Yeah, bro. You, <laughs> when you when you a worse team, you lost several guys up front. Peters didn't even play; he was in street clothes. I mean, yeah, he just got there and he's I, I know, forty I years old. Oh, I know. I mean, I was hoping he would play. Yeah. I mean, that I told you he was gonna be on that practice squad for a minute. He did not believe it's me. Sad. I was. I, I, he needed to be out there. That's why I was hope. That's what I'm saying. Like so, line. just just encompassing all that. Jerry is covering up. He tried to go, like I said earlier, a.k.a. top 10, top 10 pick, top 10 draft pick. He knows his draft is a is a pretty solid draft. And I've heard people say quarterback. I just, man, I just, Yo, man, that's, that? that's a long conversation. I just, I can't agree with it. First off, you paid a man too much money. You can't, you're, you're, you're I don't know who's taking that deal off him. That's what I'm saying. You, nobody doing this. Lions. Hey. They might. <laughs> I won't do that to the my Texas. man. Don't. Don't do that to my man. Houston. Houston, right there. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't be okay with it. I'm. I know it's all a scheme. It's all a scheme. He just. He just trying to show safe face. Uh, like he's trying to save the season. But we. We know. We got we cowboy haters on this podcast, but Cliff is a Cowboys fan. Telling y'all it's over. <laughs> wrap it up. He said, "Wrap it up." I <laughs> <laughs> Sam. What it is. Nathaniel Hackett choosing to kick the field goal on fourth and five cost the Broncos the game. Runner pass. Run. I mean, they came out and said they should they should have gone for it. Sixty four yard field goal. That's like that's like one of the the longest field goals in NFL history. The record is sixty six, <laughs> and you just went and traded for a franchise quarterback playing against his former team. Why wouldn't you yeah, give him the you? opportunity to have the the ball in his hands, especially? Week one, I feel like you're trying to get the team behind you and show that you believe in the offense. So I feel like just from a, a morale standpoint, uh, it's not a good look either, e- even if it were strategic, which I don't think it's not. Brandon McManus is a good kicker, but 64 yards, like I said, it's one of the longest field. That would have been one of the longest field goals in the history of the NFL. And you got a franchise quarterback who you get, like T.O. said, all that money to. So fourth and five, I think I'd trust him to make a throw. He's been there countless times and shown that he can get the job done. And that's why you go get a guy like Russ 
you pay them that money. And I, like you said, I feel like that would definitely been a, um, a big morale boost for them because they struggled all night. So just to get in the final moments and, okay, boom, we get the fourth and five, we pretty much finna step, still deliver this win at this point. But right, We're going to let Cliff answer this question first, all right? How many wins do you think the Cowboys get if we assume Dak is back at, like, week six or seven? So that's about, what, five or six games he actually misses because that's way more reasonable. How many wins you getting in them five to six weeks? Uh, so that's he playing ten games, about about ten. Yeah, but I think yeah, yeah he'll play. You about say 10. over overall though, how many are we gonna get? Uh I think we could steal six because of our strength of schedule, but because we do have player, I think I think highly of our defense, but our defense is gonna be on the field a lot because. Our offense can score, so it's 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 going to look like our defense is ass. But in reality, our defense—I mean, look at what we did against Tom Brady. We we played well. You, you can't score any points. I mean, y'all going to beat the Bengals and Commanders in the next in, in the next two to three weeks because you got the Bengals. They're going to we not beat we not beating the Bengals. <laughs> They're going to wash y'all, but they're going to get the Giants, Commanders the next two weeks. You going to take any of those? Unless Carson Wentz gives us one, I don't think so. Oh. So you think you start the season zero and four? If Saquon is healthy, we're in trouble. <laughs> Carson, Carson, because I, like I said, you can't. The defense is going to be on the field so much. The defense is going to be on the field so much. I, if I'm going to schedule off the top of my head, I think I think I think six games is a is a max. Ooh. Is a hey, max. Y'all, y'all need to go rescue um. Darius Tony from, from the Giants. Man. No, he, he don't want – D- Jerry don't want to rescue this season. Y'all, y'all can't tell by the moves he – by the moves he ain't made. He ain't trying to rescue this season. Hey, he probably came into the season knowing y'all weren't going to do well, honestly. He already knew it was up. Hey, Sean yeah. Payton, 2020. He said, he said Sean one plus one got to equal three. When he said one plus one got to equal three, he knew y'all was cheeks. That's all I'm saying. Right, look, Trayvon nice, though. I feel like Trayvon got way too much uh, – like, Way him, too much disrespect for the amount of yards he gave up because people thought Marshawn Lattimore had an amazing season. He gave up just as many yards. Granted, way tough for competition. But Trayvon nice. I really do still believe Trayvon nice. Now – Look, we got one for you since we at you right now, Cliff. Let's see. The blindside block that Lenny put on Micah Parsons should be eliminated from the game, a la Von Miller. Runner pass. Uh, I got to I got to pass on that. It's 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 a chip block. Like it's yeah. it's not it's not a blindside block. He's right in front of you. He's just He's just you. You're not. You're already engaged in a block. First off, Micah didn't get bitched either. He was already roasting that tackle, and he came and helped him and act like he did something. So let's get that straight. First off, I mean, it's just one it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a chip. It's a, no, it's, a no, it's a chip. It's a chip story. block. It's a chip block. If you double team somebody and you win, you can be like, oh yeah, I dominated you. No, it's a double team. It's not one on one. It's two on one. You chipped hey. him while he was already fully engaged. With a whole left tackle that he was roasting all get all day, and then you feel like you did something because you chipped him. I don't think it should be eliminated from the game because I think 
that's a big deal. You chip, chip somebody getting out on the on the out of the you know check down. Like I think that's 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 football. Like you don't take that out. But I I I think those cut blocks though those cut blocks are are a problem. Uh, hence uh, Thibodeau and you know I know some other guys have been affected by it. But those are I mean, scary. But those those cut. It was. I don't think he. It's uh, illegal now, I believe. No, I don't think it. No, it's not. Trayvon, Trayvon Thibodeau got hit with one in preseason. In the preseason, no flag. It's yeah. allowed. Yeah, that yeah. that that's what worries me about the the cut blocks. Like I think those are, those are more. I think those should be eliminated before a, a, a chip block out of the backfield. In my opinion. Facts. I'm with it. We got one last one. Actually, I'm going to save this last one because it's really just Bears fandom and I'm trying to talk some shit and I'm going to do it later on. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm just being honest, let's keep, keep it moving for time. let's keep it moving for time's sake. We are going to move into our player of the week segment. The fly route pod. We got Sam with the offense, Tio with the defense, and Cliff with the special teams. Let's start with the offense. That's what everybody likes to see, Sam. Who is your offensive player of the week from week one? Man, this was tough. It was really between two people for me. Um, we had a lot of great football to start week one, so I just want to say that. There are a lot of people that could have been in the conversation, but it was really between two. Uh, and I was tempted to go one way um, because my fantasy football ties, but <laughs> I ended up thinking I have to give my offensive MVP of the week to Patrick Mahomes. Oh, um, okay. yeah, man. The questions of is he going to be okay without Tyreek Hill, who his targets going to be, all that looks pretty stupid in hindsight, even though it's only week one. But 44 points, week one, six touchdowns. Bro looked absolutely like the MVP we've seen, MVP candidate we've seen the last couple of years. Uh, but it was really between him and Justin Jefferson for me, who also had an absolutely insane day, nine catches, 182 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, a lot of that was in the first half. I feel like he had like 120 in the first half. Roasted. I, he had more yards in the first half than any receiver that day had had in a complete game. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, that I, I was really torn. I picked Justin Jefferson third in one of my fantasy leagues, having paired with Kirk Cousins. So Ooh. I have a rooting interest in that Vikings offense, but I had to give it to Mahomes. Hey, I used Justin Jefferson to beat your ass this week at Alpha. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Boy, Stan scored 120 and lost by 40 points. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. I went nuts. <laughs> I murdered this dude. <laughs> All right, yo, T.O., you got the defense. Who was your defensive player of the week? Uh, honestly, this is a clear cut. Like, I don't even think this was a debate here. So, we got Minka, 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 Mink, mm. Mink. <laughs> Man had 14 tackles, a pick six, and he also blocked the PAT that sent the game to overtime. But also, a fun fact for him as well was this was also his first player of the week of his career. So, he wow. definitely had a huge impact in the Steelers' win, obviously. Um, I had 160. Dang. Yeah, someone can read it out loud because the audio only audiences if you want to. Oh, okay. Yeah. It says, I had 160 points with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. I had Saquon, Mixon, Joe Mixon, Justin Jefferson, and they all went crazy. <laughs> Did I have Saquon on you too, Sam? I think 
feel like you had Lamar, Saquon, and Justin Jefferson. Bro, they all what? Were <laughs> That's a recipe for for L and other <laughs> Yeah, and my my team was not bad at all. Put up a nice one twenty five and got blown out, bro. That's, Those are the worst, man. It. Those are the worst. The ones you're supposed to win. You could play anybody yeah. else in the league and win, but you had to play this dude. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, all right, Cliff, special teams player of the week. This is interesting because people don't really give special teams a lot of love. Who'd you have? Uh, we didn't have any kick returns for touchdowns, so nothing really exciting. But we had a rook hit a game winner in Cleveland, Cade York, with the 58 yarder. I mean, that's that's a big deal, in my opinion. Um, against the against the Panthers, Baker's old team, and everything. So I think that was I think he deserves a, a special teams player. I mean, I, the way kickers were missing game winning field goals. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and he a rook too. So I'm saying like that's that's uh, almost that's, that's almost sixty yards. That's yeah. different. So, that's different. Shocking right, to see Evan McPherson not been missing like that. I'm like, yo, but that's yeah. they had the they had like a backup backup snapper and a backup holder. Yeah. Like it was like yeah, it was tough. He ain't getting. He ain't had no help. How you how you your snapper and your holder get hurt? Where they at? <laughs> what they doing in practice? They got hit with Aaron Donald's helmet. That's probably. Oh. Right. <laughs> Yo, oh, man. All right. hey Cliff, I'm long snapper. And we know what they was doing nothing. there in practice. Yeah, all practice, they want playing games with playing games, <laughs> kicking games. They was doing their own stuff, going to work on, out. Man. They weren't even. <laughs> they, they, they practice for thirty minutes and they, they period over. Once special teams period over, they don't do nothing. <laughs> Come on, man. Right. Okay, uh, let's get into the preview for week two. Right, we got first off. We like to start with the game of the week. So I want to know what y'all got right now as your game of the week. Who we start with last week? I think uh, I started last week. All right, then we gonna start with Cliff because usually the first person gets the best crack at the obvious game. So Cliff, what's your game of the week? Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I it was a little tough this week. Um, I think I I probably gotta go. I'm I'm kind of there's like three there's like three options I got but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Eagles and Vikings. Yo, uh, that's an interesting one. That's a low key one too. It is. I think this is a perfect game to see if Jalen Hurts is really about that. This is a perfect game to test that Eagles defense. Um, I think, and it's on Monday night. I mean. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a hell of a game. Uh, I'm excited to see Je- Justin Jefferson go off. I got him one of my fantasy leagues too. He definitely sealed the deal with the dub this week. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to see the Eagles take a L. I'm, I'm excited to see the Eagles take a L. You know, because I know we ain't winning it, and you know they played the Lions and everybody like, oh, they they're so good. No, nah, bro. They played they Detroit. Almost got packed they, out. they almost yeah. They, they and, almost they almost, got... and they only won by three. Yeah, Come and they on, were man. up by twenty. So. I think that game is actually an indict on the Eagles more than it is a a, like a win, a big win for them. I think that game was an indict on the Eagles. I think this one's going to be a huge eye opener and really going to see what they about. Yo, the Eagles are like two point favorites too. So interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's in my five flies. We, we're going to start. We're going to move down to To. 
what's your game of the week? Man, so me, obviously, I had the Eagles and Vikings, <laughs> which is I had that on there. Um, obvious game is Chargers and Chiefs as well for me. Um, but if I got to go anywhere else, I'm going to go Titans and Bills. Mm. Um, and I'm not sure if we're going to get the same outcome as last year. No, the Bills are going to pack them boys up. Yeah, so did the Titans lose to like who the Titans lose to? The Giants. Giants, yeah, yeah, they getting packed up, right? Saquon they lost to crazy. the Giants. Saquon went crazy, and if Saquon went crazy, I agree. But Josh Allen might run for like eighty. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't know me, who guarding them receivers either. Yeah, I mean. It's just honestly their scheme, their play calling is just that shit is ridiculous. How they scheme people over, it don't even make no sense. Like play calling is great, I'm not gonna lie. Um, but then for me, uh, Bucks Saints, um, mm-hmm. just getting into that division rivalry in the NFC South, we seen you know the Saints make that you know miraculous comeback against. Well, I ain't gonna say miraculous because the Falcons known for that. <laughs> they known for giving up that ass, <laughs> but <laughs> but. Yeah, the Saints made that comeback last week. Um, and that boy said, I'm him, is back. So, <laughs> you know, we're going to see if it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch because you got obviously we know Marshawn going to lock up Mike Evans, but who's going to guard Julio? You know what I'm saying? Julio Mike you said watch. it's just a given. Oh, it's Mike Evans getting packed up. Oh, we yeah. know how we know how Tom act when he played the Saints. He looked he looked like a totally different cue. He do. He do. Totally different cue. He do. That's a fact. That's a fact. He said the Titans defense is so whack, bro. Like it's a boom or bust. Yeah, that's definitely bro, I true. don't believe in them. Especially they lost. Was it Harold Landry, the pass yeah. rusher? Yeah. yeah. After they lost him, bro, that's a big. That hurts. Bro. That, that's huge. That corner pretty much still a rookie because he got hurt last year. Um, Caleb mm-hmm. Farley. Caleb Farley. Yeah. 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 I mean, we gonna All see. Right. What are you doing? He got to go out there and guard Stefan. He's going to get Yeah, you ain't guarding that. It's a long day in the office, my guy. It's a long day in the office. All right, Sam, what's your game of the week? So I agree with the the games that have been discussed, but I'm going to go in a different direction. And I'm going to say Ravens-Dolphins is a game I'm really looking forward to. Dolphins defense looked pretty crazy this past week and the Ravens hey, hey, don't offense do that. Don't do that. Uh, okay all right I'm sorry at least I'm giving hey, hey at least he ain't say the Patriots deep office look really bad right right I'm trying to give them <laughs> that's really credit. what it was <laughs> look but that's really what it was the, the Ravens was. started out slow against the Jets the first half of that game was terrible and then they turned it on Lamar started throwing touchdowns like Deep balls, deep balls. No look, too. No look. Yep. Yep. I'm excited to see how the Dolphins' defense uh, shapes up against Lamar and the Ravens' offense. And I'm excited to see if Tua can look a little bit better because, I mean, Dolphins fans should be excited about a good good win to start the season. But I wouldn't be too excited about how the quarterback looked, which is – I mean, we've talked about it plenty on this pod. None of I don't think he we have a ton of very meme where he Tyreek was out like 15, 20 yards. Right, and he, <laughs> he was like five plus short. Uh, hey, listen, I I like the way we started, considering the fact that we gave up a, a defensive touchdown with the strip sack touchdown. 
we only gave up 13 points to yeah. that that offense. And so, it was really one play to Jalen Waddle. Exactly. He took it most of the way himself. Yeah, dude ran <laughs> like three quarters of the field. ATL, ATL, ATL man, I, I know, you know, solid defense, offense don't show up to the party. I mean, you can't expect yeah. them to get a stop, you know, all game. So at some yeah. point, you know, they're they going to break at some point with that kind of speed. So. End of the day, I'm I'm satisfied with the 13 points. Obviously, we gave up the defense touchdown. But we're gonna see. All right. So for me, with all the ones that we picked, T.O. got like three of them, bro. He got like all of mine in a row. Bat, bat, bat. <laughs> but I'm gonna go with Cardinals versus Raiders. Both of these teams came off a disappointing Week One loss, right? And that was important. But the Cardinals got embarrassed. Now, if the Cardinals don't come out hard. After getting embarrassed by the Chiefs, like I thought it was gonna be a shootout. Only one person brought their gun. It was bad. <laughs> I like <laughs> if they don't come out hard, I think until we see D Hop, you shouldn't have no faith in this team. The Raiders lost a close one against a really good team. I expect Listen, them to be Derek at Carl home. Sold that game. He, yeah, Carl he, did, he did. He threw a pick. I but I expect him to come out and really, you know, look a lot better at the end of this week. Uh, I agree. I like yo. Okay, hold on, bro. Chill. I knew you were gonna get triggered. I knew you like the Bears because the Bears got drug in this door. Hey, because y'all trash, bro. Y'all look bad. We look. We look. We we score touchdowns. Y'all played touchdowns. Y'all played in a monsoon, and and somehow made it happen in the monsoon. I. We made it happen in the monsoon. Respect, respect. Turn the field into a slip and slide when we were done. <laughs> Leave us alone, bro. Respect. Leave us alone. I agree with both of y'all, though. Um, about- <laughs> Yo, Keith is in the chat. Devontae <laughs> 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 Adams is going to torture Oh, uh, he's a Bears fan saying this. Then you don't know, have some faith in this, bro. We gonna look, we gonna look better this year. I'm not saying we are gonna be world beaters. Oh, he talked about last year Bears. They did kind of look like last year's Bears. That's rough. Your offensive line was real bad. Yeah. And Mac Jones could not yeah. move like he was yeah. Justin Fields, so he was getting – Listen, early in the off. game, early in the game, Mac was taking command of the offense, moving people around, switching, the, you know, the protection and everything. We was looking good. We go down. Could have been a P.I. on Devontae Parker potentially. But, I mean, I mean, we had some flashes, but – we're going to have to do something. All right, Keith, I'm just saying, you know, that four win, even if you need to bump it up to five because you're a little scared, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still here, my guy. I'm still Keith's here. He's about to get packed down that day. Also, Keith had to make sure he said there's a mighty kindergarten team and he was talking <laughs> about the Cardinals because he's been on that all day. Hey, he also bitch. said you capping about <laughs> Mac Jones committed the offense. He was though. <laughs> Matt Patricia, hey, hey Matt, Patricia, Matt Patricia commanded the offense. <laughs> he won't command nothing. Oh. Matt Patricia was commanding hell. No success. Oh man. Alright, he said he was he said we're gonna be a seven eight. We I had us at six and I would think there's possibly seven now because I didn't expect us to win that 49ers game. So I'm not mad at that at all, at the Bears being a seven to eight win team. But we will, we could be a lot better. Also, yeah, fuck Tony Carrenti. Facts. <laughs> He's talking about that Steelers game. We, I will never forget that man's name. Fuck Tony Carrenti to the <laughs> casket drop. All right. Uh, <laughs> Damn. 
Yo, why Keith still talking shit about the Bears on Madden, bro? Just run me my bread. I, look, 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 we going to move it to the five fly, right? Last week, we went three and two. We won on San Francisco versus Chicago, had the dogs. Green Bay versus Minnesota, because I told y'all they weren't like that. Tampa Bay versus Dallas. We lost on Philly versus Detroit because their line was four, and Philly won by three, giving up a 20-point lead. I tell you, I was sitting on the couch fuming when I seen that. Fuming. We also lost on Kansas City, Arizona, but that's because, boy, they was trash. They was trash. (laughs) (laughs) I had way too much faith in their offense. That Arizona team that I said come out hot came came out soft as hell. And you missing your guy, it's gonna be a rough season for the call. Yeah, I agree. Or, I'm not on that or they're flipping the script and they're about to end it strong. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it when I see it. All right, this week's five fly. I got five games for y'all that I like the spreads on. You can make them a parlay, you can do them one at a time. See what's up. The first one I'm going with is New England versus Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a one-point dog at home, which I cannot believe considering how bad the Patriots looked last week. Yes, T.J. Watt is gone, but the rest of that Steelers defense is still great. We saw what Minka Fitzpatrick did. Cam Hayward is still there. And the combination of those two things and Mac Jones not being all that mobile with the way the offensive line is right now, I like the Pittsburgh Steelers as a one-point dog. Two, Tampa Bay versus the Saints. The Saints are two-and-a-half-point dogs at home as well. Tampa's O-line did not look good against the Cowboys. And really, who was on that line for the Cowboys besides Micah Parsons that's like that? Demarcus Lawrence can be a a conversation. I mean, he ain't Micah Micah Parsons. He ain't Micah Parsons, but Demarcus Lawrence, he's Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, like – I'm with you on that. That I so I like that one a lot. Keith agrees. The Saints are walking them. The Saints offense looked prolific early against Atlanta, and then they kind of started messing up. Bucks, uh, Bucks, other way around, bad then yeah. good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fourth yeah. quarter was crazy, bad, bro. They good. just scored at will. Yeah. All of a sudden, <laughs> after struggling all day, they were like, Atlanta. Oh, here. Atlanta yeah. Atlanta. They did that classic Atlanta stuff. The I also just feel like the Saints historically get the better of the Bucks, especially even with Tom Brady, especially during the regular season. And Chris Godwin might not play because he hurt his hamstring. Third game, Niners versus the Seahawks. <clears throat> right? The Seahawks are 10-point dogs after last week. 10-point dogs against the Niners that lost to the Bears, who were seven-point dogs against the Niners. And George Kittle is still hurt, has not practiced all week, and may not play. At this point, I think Seattle's offense is better than we think. I also think that the Niners' offense isn't as good as we think. They lost Elijah Mitchell. Trey Lance has struggled a little bit. No George Kittle. I like the spread, especially at a double-digit spread like this game. The third one, and I keep taking the Bears, and I do not like to take the Bears because I don't like betting on my own team. But the Bears are also 10-point dogs in Green Bay against the Packers. I think that spread is ridiculous for how bad the Packers looked last week. This is another situation where the Bears don't have to be amazing. Yo, yeah. (laughs) Snoozy said, yo, how are the Bears 10-point underdogs against the Packers too? We cover for sure. I like that. 
Like, I, we don't have to be amazing to not lose by 10. And that's really it. I, I these these lines are just way too big. People are really just overreacting and counting out the Bears. Keith thinks the Packers are going to walk us, but he also thought the Niners would too, probably. So I'm hoping. He hoping. All right, my last one is the Monday night game that you had as the game of the week. Cliff Vikings versus the Eagles. The Vikings are two point dogs on the road. In general, people give home team three points. That's the general way that they do those things. So they don't really think. <laughs> so they don't really think that they're going to be all that much of a disadvantage. The Eagles show that the ball can be moved efficiently and easily against them when they let the, when they let the Lions, the Lions, make a twenty point some run and only lose by three. They got to cover Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and Dalvin Cook. They ain't no player on the Lions like that. It really so ain't. Yeah, they really ain't. So I actually just really, really like the Vikings plus two as another dog here, especially considering Green Bay's defense is supposed to be better than the Eagles' defense, and they lit up Green Bay. I do think Snoozy makes a good point that Green Bay is generally bad in week one because they don't play in the preseason. We watched them get packed up by the Saints last year, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, the Saints oh, packed them up like last that. year, and then Green Bay went on a run after that. <laughs> yeah, they get don't back count. ugly. Yeah. Don't, count, don't count A-Rod out. You can never count A-Rod out, though. Yeah, I'm not counting him out, but I felt like they'll get it together, but it's going to take a while. So I like these early games that for them to be a little bit not as good as they look. Um, the Lions have do have an easy schedule, but they they gonna make a lot of games so much closer than they should. They are, they are. I and really, they, I think they're gonna fight. They gonna they gonna fight in every game they in, and you gonna oh, you're not sure. just gonna be able to walk them and be like, all right, we getting a dub, just like last week. It's not gonna be like that. Mm -hmm. They want to fight. Hey, that last one. We're still calling him MVP. The shoulders and the knees of the upper body. That motherfucker be talking in riddles. Just wise. Be talking with wisdom everywhere. Just pain. Funny. He is great. So that's the end of the five fly. Does anybody have any prop bets, game bets, et cetera, that they saw for this upcoming week that they like? Uh, for that first game you mentioned, uh, the under sounds pretty nice for uh, the Patriots game. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's facts. That's that's gonna be a game where both people try to win by defense. Patriots sure. Steelers, yeah, 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 yeah. Patriots Steelers, they're both gonna try to win by defense. Uh, and like trying to control the clock. Uh, yeah, I have never seen a stat line like that either. That's facts. So I like that. Does anybody else have any other best they're feeling? I got, I got a bet. I think, I think while speaking on bounce back A Rod, I think, I think bounce back A Rod those for 300. Ooh. Bounce okay. back A Rod. That's okay. money talk right there. Stick talk. Hey, you know how you feel about the Bears? Yo, what do you say? Did. What do you say? Yo, I heard he, what you said. He got a point to prove after that LA took last week. Yo, all I'm saying is fuck twelve. <laughs> hey, look, I don't like him. I don't. He the, hey, look, he the cowboy. He the cowboy killer, bro. You know I don't like a Rod, but I can't count him out. He he gonna come back 
next weekend. And we know he's going to put the ball where it got to go. Are the receivers going to be where oh, they're supposed sure. to be? And, and are they going to catch, catch it? Right? We know we know who he is. Bro, nice. We all know that. It's it's about what the supporting <laughs> cast can do for him. Is the O-line going to protect? Are the receivers going to catch? Right. Coming back this week either. It's cra- yeah. it's crazy how him and Mahomes kind of both had that narrative of you know they're losing their top receiver. What's going to happen at least through week one? While Mahomes still does have Kelsey, it is pretty crazy that like Mahomes seems to be fine and have well, all of his targets. It's not crazy because the Packers got nobody and they drafted yeah. two young guys. The Chiefs went out, took Marquez Valdez Scantlin from the Packers, deep threat. Uh, Got Juju from the Steelers, Mm -hmm. all over the field, could line up anywhere, great possession receiver, and then drafted a guy in Sky Moore. Yeah. Right? The Packers didn't really reload with veteran talent. The Chiefs did. And I think I think the, the two different receivers also, like I think A-Rod and, and Devontae Adams' connection was a lot about chemistry. And I think and, and trust. And I think yeah. with 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 Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. That was more about speed. I mean, let's just be honest. And like, just backyard football. They got yeah, trust, like, but it's not you, trust like uh, I know where you're going to be. It's right. trust like if I put that bitch all the way over there, ain't Go nobody else get getting that over bitch. there besides Tyree. And if you don't yeah. get it, ain't nobody else getting it. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, what it is. It's a different type of trust. Like A-Rod is about yeah. placement, timing. You got to be there when you're supposed to be there, et cetera, yeah. right? And yes, A-Rod did end up having a crazy passer rating over the last three years against the NFC North, 111. But he threw his first pick against Against the hey. NFC North in a wild, wild, wild. Who was that? I forgot that stat I sent. Yeah, it was, like, it was, it was a like wild the past, set. like three seasons or something. Yeah, crazy he like had that. knocked on a single pick until the Vikings picked him off. We picked him off once, but they called it back as a penalty last year in the same game. He said he owned us, but whatever, yo. I, um, <laughs> and then Justin Fields made the same exact play he made. It got picked off, and they didn't call it back. I was heated, but we know, <laughs> we know what it is. We know what it is. Here's what I'll say. Uh, where were we? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, thirty years straight of Hall of Fame quarterback and only got two rings off. Yeah, that is yeah. true for the Packers. That is that is a fact. So I I do feel like the Chiefs really reset much better than the Packers did as far as losing your top guy. Like they could, you can't replace a Tyreek Hill, but you can have three guys try to fill that role, especially if two of them are proven veterans. And one of them is uh, Travis Kelsey. Oh well, no. Travis Kelsey was always there. I mean, Sky Moore was the other one. They Travis should get Aaron Rodgers a Travis Kelsey. You think they thought of that? <laughs> <laughs> nah, they said we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give you these uh slight replacements, two rooks and a, an old head, and see what you can do with it. Yeah, bro. Oh, they did get Sammy. I forgot about Sammy. But yeah, that wasn't he it. wasn't that wasn't he it. wasn't week one Sammy neither. Yeah, he was yeah. not week one Sammy. Not I, week one I Sammy. did the episode after week one Sammy, and he did not show up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's keep it moving into our overreaction week one power rankings. We have taken our top 15 teams amongst all four of us, averaged them out to create a top 10 power rankings after what we have seen. In week one, there is one tie, but it's all the way up at two and three. So we'll talk about that there. Let's start off with our honorable mention, because we've been talking a lot about them this episode. At number 11 was the Packers with a total of 43 points. They really look. I feel like they're only this high. 
because we're just like we believe the Packers should bounce back and Aaron Rodgers is him. That's it. And yeah, we are so just banking on the legacy of this man to <laughs> let them get anywhere near in our top ten after what we saw. Yeah, they didn't play like an honorary mention team, but I mean, I, I had them just outside, I think, like 13. Um, just because, I mean, you didn't play yourself into the power rankings, but just going off what we thought about the teams going into the season, you can't overreact too much to week one. And like we, we've said in this episode earlier, they got blown out week one last year and they won 13 games. So uh, I think you kind of just got to give them a little bit of a benefit of it out there, but they definitely didn't play like a top 10 team. All right. I, 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 I rock with that. I rock with that a lot. Number 12 was the Raiders, by the way, three points behind them, and they actually looked good in the game that they lost relatively overall as a team, not necessarily Derek Carr. Uh, number 10, which is actually this, so I had to say that as like, you know, a preface to be like, I did watch the game. I saw what you did. Right? <laughs> <laughs> number 10, our actual first team in the top 10 was the New Orleans Saints. Total score of 39. I mean, come back from behind victory where they looked amazing in the fourth quarter. And look like what we thought that offense could be now that Jameis has weapons, right? Has Michael Thomas back. He got two tuds, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jarvis Landry was the ultimate possession receiver for them. Yep. Like, you know. Scooped him on, scooped him on the waiver wire. Yup. <laughs> yup. Yup. Like, I like I like the way the Saints looked a lot. The Packers defense is definitely good. Um, I, anybody feel like the Saints should have been higher than 10? They played like they were higher than 10 in the fourth quarter, but they played like the bottom five team for 75% of the game. So, and, and it, I feel like it was just a lot of things. Like Mike Thomas was slipping everywhere for the first three quarters um, and then really seemed to actually get his footing on the turf in the fourth quarter and was actually able to make the cuts he needed to. So, I think barely squeaking out one against Atlanta is why I had them at 10. But I think after they beat the Bucks this week, they're moving up. I had them at nine. Ooh, okay, spicy. <laughs> Call your shot. Yeah. <laughs> you had them at nine. Yeah, I had them at nine. Um, yeah. Appreciate you for rocking with us, Newsy. Oh, definitely. Hopefully, appreciate you come you, through again next week. We really appreciate you and all your comments, bro. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yeah, I want to see who y'all had above because. I don't know. Like you said, they, they didn't play good, but we know they do have the talent and their defense is solid. It's yeah. week one, so, you know, I feel like you can only get better from there. Um, but, yeah, I, I got to What's popping, Toya? Shout out. How you doing? Toya, what's up? Appreciate you for stopping through. I, so, I will say this. The one team that I had above them in my rankings at, was the Eagles at nine. So I had the Saints at 10, Eagles at 9. Damn, I had the Eagles way up. <laughs> bro, you can't let the Lions move the ball on you like that. And bro, I think that's more so about getting you. That's also about getting lax. Like, again, it, it, these that, are, that, these are, that's exactly these are, it. Again, these are week one power Overreactions. Like, we, we, exactly. Like, we, it's happy. Some of these teams could, could, could fall smooth off and some may be right in the Super, top yeah. five after three weeks. You know what I'm saying? You never know. Yeah. But. 
Yeah, I, I agree. It's just I think the I think the Eagles just slapped off at the end, thinking they had a game. And like I said, them lines gonna fight. So if you want <laughs> you want to go ahead and and be like, hey, we kick them feet up, they gonna be like, hey, watch out, man. Game ain't <laughs> over. Out, man. Get your feet down, man. Yeah, and I, I actually feet down, man. sweet. I actually think that could be a good thing. Like the defense seeing, hey, you can't slack off. Like these teams will come back against you, and, and you know especially being the Lions, a team that's struggled the last few years. Like, I think it's a good wake-up call for the defense to have almost blown that game. Like, you got to play all four quarters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Facts, facts. Um, nine. Our number nine team, a total score of 36, was the Rams, which is crazy because a lot of us saw them winning the NFC. Yeah, this is a week one overreaction, I'm a, right? I'm and that's the whole point. Well, I think someone here said the Eagles. It might have been Sam, though. Yeah, so, but a lot of us here had the Rams come, like, winning the NFC. We have them in nine. They did not look good against the Bills. And I ain't even have them. In, I don't think I – I didn't. I didn't <laughs> it's like them. I ain't even have them up I there. Did, I didn't have them in my top 15. <laughs> Matthew, Stafford, Matthew Stafford looked so bad. <laughs> so bad that – I still have them five. Ooh, ooh! I mean, the defense, is gonna, the defense is gonna figure it out. Look, I just personally don't believe in Matthew Stafford. I think he got his last year, and it is over for that man. I mean, <laughs> that's tough. You coming out? We, hey, we we lotty yeah, out savvy. here. We hey. celebrating our Super Bowl, getting our rings. You know what I'm saying? You y'all know y'all got the talent. That ain't the issue. Yeah. But at the same time, you come out here and you playing the damn Buffalo Bills week one while you're trying to celebrate and get your rings. That's tough. that's a that's a type Super Bowl game too. So yeah, that's what I'm and, saying. That's and, tough and they, week one. And they got they got showed up as well. My, my my big thing is were they missing anybody significant? No. Cam Akers was nowhere to be found, but he played. <laughs> <laughs> the running game, you mean? Allen Robinson was nowhere to be found, and they Listen, and they Stafford, in. Come he on, might man. as well have been Casper because Stafford. No one was hurt, him. but a lot of people were missing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a fact. I pray Cooper Cup makes it through the season because if I'm a defense, I'm saying stop that guy. I don't give a fuck about nobody else. Stop that guy because that's it. Yeah, that's the that's the only person he's going to. If he is twenty times a game, if he is scared or if he is in a pinch where he looked like he was all all of the above on Thursday, <laughs> they were getting then, at him. And, and yeah. Cooper was getting smacked, still holding the ball. But I'm telling you, that's a long season, dog. I didn't, I also didn't know he was that big. I thought he was like 5'11". I think he's like 6'2". I also didn't know Cooper Cup was that big. So he he gonna take a. Well, I'm, I'm glad he's a little bigger than I thought he was because he gonna take a beating this year. <laughs> he gonna he gonna get the he gonna get that action. He gonna get all the all the all the targets, all the love. But if I'm a defense and I'm watching film from week one. And I'm saying, ain't nobody else out here. I, uh, I think Van Jefferson was out, okay? But, I mean, Van He's was out. like, okay. I mean. He's supposed to be guy three, though. You're not relying right. on him. You, I'm, I'm okay that's, with him beating me. Then Cooper that's Cup. what I'm saying. So, on top of the offensive line and not having no receivers, I mean. No run it, game it, either. And no run game? Bro, that. I just I, don't. I don't believe it. It's definitely not a repeat year. It's, it's damn oh, sure not a repeat year. That defense. Damn that sure is the week one defense. overreaction right there. It's definitely I don't not that's a, overreaction. They damn I, sure are not going to be in the Super Bowl this year. They, they did not <laughs> hey, look I like they. They didn't look like they had just won a Super Bowl. No. Yeah, sure. exactly. Jalen Ramsey 
Everybody give my man Dig slack. He got his ass roasted all Bro, day he long. Burnt toast. Grant, burnt granted, toast. granted, it was Diggs, but you're supposed to be the guy. Yeah. What other crew y'all got ahead of him? Yeah. I mean, they seem to play way more zone, and Jalen was actually playing zone instead of man. Like sometimes they'll play mm-hmm. zone, but Jalen is not. You know, they yeah. did not do that. He was he was no. playing real zone, which might not be the move for them. No. Um, all right, our number eighteen at thirty-five, just one point less than the Rams were the Bengals, even though they lost to the Steelers. Yeah, I just think Joe Burrow is not going to have five turnovers again, no. so that's an anomaly. And they they should have a long snapper at some point. They should have won that game. <laughs> they should have won that game despite having five turnovers, which which is crazy. You had a chance to win that game with an extra point. Despite having turned the ball over five times, which just yeah, shows you like imagine you cut that in half, even like two or three, probably win that game by a lot. So I just yeah. they still I have know. just so much. The O line didn't look very improved, I will say. But it looks like that when it's all new, because it's kind of all new. Yeah, for that the most chemistry. Part, right. Yeah. The Chiefs so. new O line kind of looked like that early last year, too. Right. They revamped it after the Super Bowl that they lost. They started the season slow. So I feel like I that mean, still that, is D line ain't no slap either. So yeah, that is, yeah, that's that is a fact, bro. TJ Watt was being ass so bad mm-hmm. he tore his own peck. Like <laughs> <laughs> he tore his peck, jumping up and ripping interceptions down at the defensive yeah, line. He's, he's fucking, he's fucking different. The the counter to this though, like we talking about the Bengals throwing having five turnovers and losing by three in overtime after them having a chance to win it, then they had a chance to win it, then they lose it. I. I'm back to Mr. Bisky is not going to be the starter. Mike Tomlin, wants, <laughs> Mike Tomlin, there's no reason you get five turnovers and you are in late in overtime trying to win a game. There is no That's reason. Fact, Your man's, he, what did I say earlier? I said he's going to do enough to keep the job, but he's going to do enough to get himself out the way. Or he's not He's not <laughs> going to do enough to get himself out the way. So we go. Right. That's facts. Our number seven total score twenty nine. Another AFC North team were the Ravens. I feel like the Ravens relatively impressed, but they did it against the Jets starting Joe Flacco. So we were like, "You did what you were supposed to do." Facts, right? And you ain't beat them by like forty or nothing crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So pretty sure it was like, ten to seven at half or something like that. Yeah, like, 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 like they, they were ended yeah. twenty four. To I like, turned that yeah. shit, I turned that shit off the first half. I started watching the first quarter. I was like, yeah, let me put on another game. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like the Ravens didn't necessarily impress, but they did what they were supposed to do. Deborah Duvernay had a crazy day, like yeah. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> Mark Andrews was frustrating just as a fantasy player, like. Especially in the first half, just didn't get – I think he had zero maybe at halftime, but he ended with like three, four catches, something like that, ten fantasy points. But it was kind of weird like to see him not really involved in the offense very much. So yeah. someone made a very good point that made me kind of mad that I like had him ranked so high and drafted him over uh, uh, um, Travis Kelsey in which they were like, 40 or something percent of his points came in those six weeks with Tyler Huntley. Mm-hmm. They didn't Damn, I didn't, even... have, I didn't notice either until someone pointed out to me, like the big bulk of his points came in those six Tyler Huntley games, not in the Lamar games. He was, he was a great 
tight end because he's a great tight end with Lamar, but he went nuclear with Tyler. Mm. I did not notice that, and maybe that's something that's gonna. I got. I got. I got to pause for a second. And you took Mark Andrews over Travis Kelsey. I did too. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no, Travis Kelsey was off the board, but I would. I'm pretty have. sure I took him as the first tight end off the board in one in one league. Man, that's a bold strategy, Cotton. Well, that you got to think about it the same way that we were like, oh. What did they do to replace the Hollywood Brown loss? Yeah, that's right. True. That's true. Who's gonna who's gonna, like, who's gonna get those? Who's gonna get those targets? He already got a lot, so, so <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say, Mark Andrews. But like, you would think the same thing for Tyreek Hill, but they got three dudes to try to replace that production for true Tyreek. Shit. True right? Shit. They ain't get nobody to replace the production they lost in Mark Andrews. And fantasy <laughs> is not really. Bank, wait, first off, Bengals go go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's facts. The Bengals are very good. And he said, not a fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't getting no one. He said, we ain't getting no one to replace the deep speed of Hollywood. Debra Duvernay was looking like he was. He's uh, fine, so. <laughs> hey, yeah. I said I said Duvernay was going to be the breakout there. That's, 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 my, that's my pick for their number one receiver, to be honest with you. <laughs> still tough, he's really a, a return guy for real. <laughs> I mean, those are return dudes is fast. He's over here beefing in the chat with what I care. She a Bengals fan. <laughs> hey, they play my Cowboys this week. Y'all safe, y'all safe this week. Yo, that was an eight and a half point spread, and I wanted to take it so bad. But I was like, nah, I'm going to stay away from that shit. I don't like, I don't like betting them high spreads for the favorites. It's just not my vibe. Um, all right. Number six, we have the Ravens. At, uh, sorry, the Eagles at 28 points, one point less than the uh, Ravens. They're our number six ranked team. I feel like in the first half of that game, they looked like they would be like a top five-ish team for us. The second half of that game, not so much. Now, y'all said they got last. I feel like we talked a lot about the Eagles and a little mm-hmm. bit of how they let go of the reins in that game. So we'll move right into five, and five is where we put the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 22 points, right? That's that's the big gap. I liked that five for Tampa Bay, considering what they were able to do with their issues, Chris Godwin leaving early, you know, the offensive line not being what you would like it to be. But as that game went on, Tom started getting real comfortable and started really dropping it on them. Like Mike Evans then started getting really into that, right? Ooh, it was crazy. I mean, you Yo. get a lot of re- you get a lot of reps because you're on the field a lot. I mean, it yeah. make it a little easier to you know <laughs> three and yeah, out, three and outs on the other side. Ridiculous. Yeah, AJ is looking is. ridiculous. He I is. did see Jordan Davis only played like thirty or less percent of the snaps, but he was one of the Best highest graded people, right? And like, I just feel like the Bucks are going to get better and better with that offensive line as the year goes on, and they'll. Yeah get their timing a little bit better. And, of course, we all know Tom is going to get rid of the ball real fast. Real fast. Right? And and oh, that, that, that should help hide them a lot, even though the Saints are probably going to rock them this week. All right, number four, we got the Vikings at number 19. I like four for the Vikings a lot. I've been, I've been beating the Vikings war chest all preseason. Even said they win the NFC North. Y'all were like, but the Packers. And Aaron Rodgers was like, so many people, you know, prophesize my demise. <laughs> it never happens. Like, it's happening this year, my guy. Like, <laughs> the NFC North. Like, and, I, and, I, and I've been saying that 
consistently. So I really like the Vikings. They look great against the Packers. They look great. I anybody got any issues with the Vikings at four? Y'all think they should have been no, higher, like lower, etc. Like I had them one spot lower. I had the Bucks above them just because that Bucks defense looks insane. But it's kind of you gotta kind of take your pick there on what you're prioritizing. Like the the Vikings offense looked absolutely insane and their defense looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Bucks defense looked absolutely insane and their offense. Uh, absent the OI problems, look solid uh, after they got it going too. So I had the Bucks a little mm-hmm. bit higher, but I'm not mad at it. I think honestly, you could give or take where you have those two ranked. Okay, yeah, that's, I'm that's good. yeah I had them at three. So, okay, uh, ooh, so I you, did too. Yeah, yeah, okay. you did too. I had them at three. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell y'all who our two and three is because they're tied at 11 points. It's the Chargers and the Chiefs. You each had the Vikings at three. Which of the Chargers or the Chiefs did you put the Vikings over? Uh, I had the Chargers at two, Chiefs at four. Okay. I had the Chargers at four, Chiefs at two. I had the Vikings at six. Oh. Oh, I thought you said you had them at three. My bad. No, I got the Bucks at three. Bucks at three. Oh, I got you. Okay. Facts. All right, that's cleared up. All right, so we got the Chargers and Chiefs at 11, all tied up. Right, I guess we got to break that tie for who y'all put in first here. <laughs> who gets our two spot? Who gets our three spot? All right, everybody can just do a vote real quick. Sam, who you got? I got the Chiefs at two. All right, T.O.? Yeah, I got Chiefs too as well. All right. <laughs> I, got All right the I got the Chargers. You got the Chargers. Look, I technically had the Chargers too. Which is probably how we got to this child, <laughs> right? Oh, hey, hey, where Keith at? Keith, break the tie. Yo, yo, Keith, yo, break the tie, Keith. Yo, yo, hey, yo, Keith Ooh. said Chargers at two. He okay. said Chargers at two. Keith breaks the tie. Wait, he said Chiefs too. Also, he said both. Wait, what? Oh, he said Chiefs at one. All right, so Ooh. the tie would go. Oh, okay, Chiefs. The, the tie would go to the Chiefs. The Chiefs would be our number two team. The Chargers would be our number three team. The I reason why we know who number one. Yeah. yeah, we all know who number one is. They put the <laughs> baby the brakes off the Rams. The Bills are our number one team. They beat the brakes off the Rams. It wasn't even close. On. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was bad, bro. Honestly, the only reason why I put the Chargers over the Chiefs, even though the Chiefs had a very impressive outing, is I feel like the Chargers' opponent was significantly better. Yeah. And that's the only reason why I let the Chargers overtake the Chiefs, because the Chargers beat a significantly better team than the Chiefs did. Okay. So, even though the Chiefs... I mean, looked- they ain't play no slap dick, though. They played the Cardinals, who should be good. They ain't look good. They played like slap dicks. Yeah, they did. They, Last year they had the hottest start, and 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 they and look they they, they end the team they the yeah big, they folded and the they and look folded. usually they fold once D Hop get hurt though those things kind of correlate and they didn't start with yeah. D Hop right okay so okay. Kyle yeah, looking like know, a badass little kid out there running the ball. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, here come Keith with the Keith is going to pop up with the short jokes again. You know it, right? Uh, uh, Keith said Bills, Chiefs, Vikings, Bucks, Chargers as his top five. So wow. he definitely would. He definitely took the Chiefs over the Chargers. I think it's just the Chargers. I think it's just the Chargers' time. Like I just think it's time. Like 
They've been they getting it together. Missed the playoffs. They, got everything. Like, they went and got everything. They went and said, "We putting, we going all they, in." But Keenan and, hurt his hamstring, and that they did. It, but hey, but the 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 young boy Carter showed up. You still he got did. Mike Williams, yeah, who was, was really balling. quiet. Uh, Everett, that touchdown to Everett was tough. Tough you as hell. I think that Everett was dope. I think Everett's gonna be hell. nice. I think Everett's going to be real nice for them because yeah. he did so well and he was on the Seahawks, right? And the Seahawks barely passed the ball like that. Right. Because you know how Pete likes to play a game, right? He going to be in a pass-happy offense. The targets will be flying for boy. I picked him up as my second tight end in a ton of leagues because of that. He could be a one, to be honest with you. He could sneak yeah. and be a one if you don't got yeah. like a Waller or Kelsey. I, think I got Waller, Kelsey, or uh, – yeah. So he's or, definitely a solid. He's a solid two. Wallet Kelsey or Andrews in every league. I got one of them in every league. Yeah, I, I think he's he, that spot. Yeah. Yeah, yes, but they got a lot of weapons. I mean, Eckler didn't even go crazy and they he still did bad. they was they was all pretty consistent. Like he didn't do yeah. I don't think he did did he have double digits? Uh he probably had double digits like points, but 11. it was it was literally ten. Like, yeah. So I'm saying like they, like they were 10. so bad because I think he spread the ball around to so many people. Like it was it was very similar to Mahomes. It's like as far yeah. as Getting the ball around, especially when Keenan Allen went down, he didn't have a choice. And then how was mm-hmm. Mike Mike Williams only ended up with like a catch or two? But and that's what the game is. He'll get a couple catches, and it's either gonna be like a 75-yard bomb, because that's who he is, and that's gonna make his numbers look crazy, or it's not, and he's gonna look bad. He's a big boomer yeah. bus guy. Yeah, he's not yeah. getting he's not the guy that gets like 10 10 catches a game. He should but, no. Something gonna have to step up. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Somebody gonna have to. Somebody gonna have to step up. Especially this is this is a big game for real, for real. This is this is really, in my opinion, the, the toughest two teams in the division as we just talked mm-hmm. about rankings. So. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, wrap up with the final segment of the show, the heart of the show, Ballers Bouquet. Too often in the media, people only want to focus on the negative and salacious things athletes do. Here, we like to make a change. So this week's Ballers Bouquet goes to Shaq Leonard of the Colts for his work through his Maniac Foundation. This year at the Colts Stadium, Lucas Oil Stadium, Shaquille is one of two players that have worked with the team stadium chefs to put out a special themed food item that changes each home game based off whoever they're playing. So if they're playing Chicago, they might do a play on the Chicago hot dog or the Chicago pizza or whatever for a burger. And they're calling them the Maniac Burgers. The proceeds for each of these burgers sold at the stadium goes to his Maniac Foundation, an organization that he started with his wife, Kayla, to serve families of need and other charitable organizations. Here are some huge things that they have done just in this year through that foundation. They donated $15,000 to SoulShine, who provided custom caskets for each victim in the Uvalde shooting. Basically, they talk to their parents, find out like their personalities, et cetera, and create a custom casket for them based off like who they are to show their personality there. And they donated them, got all those caskets done for free for all the victims of the shooting. Um, they also launched a mental health hotline for people suffering from general mental illness, suicidal thoughts, sexual and domestic abuse, substance abuse, etc. So these proceeds from buying these burgers and any Colts home game this season will go to support initiatives just like these. And that's why Shaq Leonard gets this week's Ballers Bouquet. All right, y'all. That is it 
for episode 84. Thank you for everybody that came through, rocked with us, popped up in the chat. Y'all were lively today. I was really oh, fucking yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah, we had a lot of fun <laughs> with y'all. So whatever you were listening, if it was Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, like anywhere. If you're listening later on on the audio platforms, you can always catch us live every single Wednesday at 630 Central 7:30 Eastern and can interact with us live as well. We appreciate all of y'all and we cannot wait to get you all. Hold on, Keith just showed up. What's wrong with this? Uh, I was gonna say you can't wait to let you all You've been in the chat the whole time. You gonna yeah, pop up? <laughs> I had to, I had to, I had to. Yeah, we was getting busy today. You, you had some FOMO. We going to get you in next week, though, right? Yeah, I heard you were talking crazy about I stay the, talking uh, crazy, bro. Like, all right, so since we got you right now, are you going to take that? Are we, look, let's set up official. We on the airway. Live on wax now. Live on wax. Nah. Thank you, bro. Everybody else been there. I said Keith was going back out this bed. Bro, here, word to my, my fucking... Grandpa Terrence did not only say the forty dollar bet, and Aunt was like, "Yo, let's do the other one." And I was like, "I don't know. I'm gonna you let said, you know." You said, "I'm gonna let you know," even though you said, "You guarantee we can't win four games." <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing this, my guy? What you got around his neck? <laughs> Yo, appreciate you, Toya. Appreciate you. Thank stop, you. Stop. We love but having no, you. Uh, I, I can't take that bet. Oh, of course you can't take that. Bet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If y'all took an L, if y'all took an L that week one, he'd be like, I yeah, yeah. Oh, what's up, what's up? He did it, this bitch. You want to push it to five? What's up? Uh, nah, I got my you bet. Scary. Oh, what, what was scary, yo? This man All saying right. scary like they gonna make the playoffs. Okay, bro. Out, you said we couldn't win four games. I got the bet. You said it with your whole chest. You looked at the schedule <laughs> and with your whole chest said we gonna win three. Maybe four games, and you were like, and I can't even see that. I got the bet. I got the bet with the Jets game. Remember? I, look, I, ain't nobody tell you ain't had that one. I'm just saying. Oh, you looked at us. Oh yeah, Terrence, he, he feeling good after that little water win. He said, oh. <laughs> "Bro, I tried to bet you before week one, and I was yeah, talking man, good shit before week one." Uh, Where's the lie? Everybody here was witness, right? I was talking my shit before week one, right? Hey, Keith, you gonna barbecue a meal, dude? Hey, look, hey, look. I, if we be honest, y'all both, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the Ravens ain't played nobody in week one either, though. So I'm yeah, no, I, our, our matchup ain't gonna be till next week. This week against the Dolphins, I'm gonna be honest. The Dolphins yeah. ran that fucking that little. It's not a cover zero. They was after like, his ass last time. Yeah, it was like they ran a cover zero, but like the dude that would run in would fall back in the coverage. So I, I don't know Javon what Holland, Javon Holland was, was playing games with Lamar. Yeah, his ass was falling in the coverage, blitzing, falling back in the coverage. Like it was like they were playing man on the outside and just letting him run up to the line and then decide at the last minute if he was I think you're gonna get the, I think you're gonna get the same thing because y'all I, lost the receiver. Yeah, I think you're gonna I, get the same thing. I think they got. If they <laughs> they have to figure out a way to run the short routes against that. Because if they blitz you like that, there's a way to get open. You know what I mean? There's only going to be uh, Xavier Howard, Brian Brian Jones is out, but the rookie they got is pretty good. But between Javon Hollins, I'm going to assume, is he, he's either going to spy and blitz Lamar or he's picking up Mark Andrews. And if he's picking up Mark Andrews, I'm going I'm to take advantage of that because I'm not going to try Xavier Howard too many times. So if you can find some That's routes, some routes. Statement or doing that, I'm not. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Duvernay <laughs> might get the miss. Duvernay might get the mismatch. Honestly, if Hall, if uh, Javon is on uh, Mark Andrews, I put Mark in the slot out wide and just run different routes, intermediate routes for him to get open. You know, because if you zero blitz. The short routes is over. Gotta have quick game. Gotta have yeah, check yeah. down. Gotta have quick yeah. game because they they gonna definitely blitz his ass because exactly. they know they they know they can't let him sit back there. I don't think I don't think many teams fear Lamar throwing the ball as much as they fear him running the ball. Obviously, well, so, I think the so the Jets, the Jets tried that too though. Like you know what I mean? Like granted, it's the Jets. Like we know the Jets aren't good. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say they're not. They didn't even say Miami. No, but the good like the the good thing about the Jets, so the Jets are like in this weird purgatory. Like their defensive line is really good. Like their defensive line, if you look at it on paper, is pretty good. But everything else, other than Sauce Gardner, doesn't look like anything. You know what I mean? You're like, what is this? So I feel like their defense. I take their defensive line over Miami's D line for sure. Like I could say that like confident. So like, yeah, for sure. I take the Jets D line over the Dolphins. The Dolphins got Cameron Wilkins, Jalen Phillips, Melvin Ingram, but he's old. You know what I mean? Like if you talk about Melvin Ingram from like a couple years ago, then I I might just take the the Dolphins. But I mean, they got. Yeah, but everything the, else though, like just D line. Yeah, everything though, else. Yeah, yeah. But, but I'm saying like when you run zero blitz, you really your linemen if they could push one dude off, you, they're already at an advantage. You know, so that's yeah. why I think you can't put. You can't put Mark on the line because if you put Mark on the line, they're just going to hit him before he can get off on his route. They're going to be like, all right, bro, we're just going to keep bumping you the whole way. You're not going to be able to run the route. Maybe they unleash uh, Isaiah Likely. That's the only thing I could think because he's a mismatch, I'm wait, too. I'm waiting for it. They said he was going to be the number three. Yeah, I mean, he I'm dropped, he, he dropped like, I think, like three balls. Granted, one of them, I wouldn't even have tried to catch that Lamar threw to him. I don't even blame him. Lamar threw one that was deadly at him. I was like, bro, I wouldn't even have tried to catch that. He gonna he gonna be a problem. He gonna be he gonna be the tight end that you flex out in that slot spot. Because yeah, before, before we end it, y'all y'all gotta what we doing? What we doing? What we doing? Oh, I ain't doing that damn bad. He's scary, yeah, bro. You know he's scary. He talked all that shit just to be scary. You, <laughs> if you, if cool. you can beat me at a race, I'll do that bet right now. You can beat me at a forty. He said, "Hey, I ain't listening to your ass, though." Scary, bro. Like I've been telling you, he been scary, so I ain't even worried about him. You can have that. You, you win. I know I can have it. I told him he was gonna do that. And trying to punk me in the like, just I ain't trying to punk you, bro. You punking yourself. Like, how you gonna talk all that shit and then not put the money up on it? I don't got. I already got my bets placed you for the said, year. You about to say you ain't have it? Oh no, I got it. You got it. I got. If you got it, then put it up. What's up? I'm a grown man, grown college student. We got responsibilities. All right, go ahead. <laughs> responsibilities, yo. Let's let's wrap this one up. We almost at the one thirty mark. Always, as I was saying, we appreciate everybody that came through, stopped by, hung out with us. We would love to see y'all again next week. We're going to have Keith back with us. So we're going to be all five in full force. And we will catch you again next Wednesday. The, 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 the fly route pod. The fly route pod. The fly route pod. The fly route pod.